T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. See app. One o'clock hour for us here on Cody and Gold. Reminder, coming up in one hour, it's the drive with CDOT and his exclusive conversation with the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. That'll be right around 2.15 here on 610 Sports Radio. I can't wait to hear that conversation, considering the performance that Patrick Mahomes put together and really just put his team on his back after a struggle for much of the evening out at Arrowhead. The Chiefs improved to 6-2 and two on the season. We'll check in on our, uh, our our first college basketball show bet of the season or show bets uh, as that first game of the 73-plus college basketball games today wraps up. But the Chiefs also had an opportunity to take advantage of something before last night's game even started, and that, of course, was the Buffalo Bills losing to the New York Jets. And we know the head-to-head matchup went Buffalo's way, so they had that tiebreaker essentially up two games. Well, now you only need them to slip up one more time, assuming you don't. If you're Kansas City, because they lose to the Jets, Josh Allen did not have his best stuff yesterday, and now Kansas City is tied with the Buffalo Bills for the number one seed. They're with about half the season and, left to play, and they're the, so the Chiefs are the two seed right now still. But that's big now. Now, if you take a look at Buffalo's schedule, you know, the Jet the Jets got them now. That division is playing a lot tougher. They're on two in their division. Uh, the Bills have the Vikings, who are seven and one. All right. Like I, I understand it's Kirk Cousins and all that. Still, they are seven and one. That is not a gimme next week for the Buffalo Bills. I do think they'll bounce back, but that's not that's not a gimme for them. And suddenly, Kansas City is not that they were out of the number one seed conversation, but maybe the conversation of how many wins do you got to get to? Maybe maybe you don't have to get to fourteen. I mean, that was the initial thought because I assumed the Bills were going to win this game and many others, obviously, because it made sense that they're the better team. Zach Wilson's the worst quarterback. The logic was all there. because And it felt like the Jets, as good of a story as they were, it started to feel like, all right, well, you know, it's turning midnight, and you had a good run, and this is still a hell of a job considering where you are, and this looks like an awesome draft class. But no, they're, they're, they, they just they got down and they didn't uh, shy away. The biggest news for the Chiefs is, That game for the Titans rolling into Sunday night, by the time that game kicked off, it meant a lot. I know we want to talk about how this game went, but it turns out that game meant a lot. 
you would have been behind the Bills, behind the Titans, with no tiebreakers against both of them. And last year, that cost you the number one seed. Very simply put, doing that in the first half of the season is why you weren't the number one seed in the playoffs. And I know it doesn't seem like it was important because they hosted the AFC title game at home, and you're like, oh, maybe. But that's, you know, you know what it would have uh, also helped you do? Not have to face the Bills in the second game. Wouldn't you have you preferred that? I know you lost to Cincinnati, but you really want that to be your second round playoff game? The Bills? Do you wish that you wouldn't have even had to play a game against Pittsburgh? Like, there's so much advantage that came out of that. And you can't tell me that the story couldn't have been different. If the Chiefs instead got Cincinnati in the first one, where they had a bye and could prepare for the team, then got to go to, you know, like, think, got, got to stay at home against Buffalo, they might have gone to the Super Bowl. Things could have been different. I'm not saying they would have. But there's no reason not to fight for that. That game became infinitely more important when the Bills lost. Also, I what? Like, what's in the last two weeks of Josh Allen? He looks incredible against Kansas City. For the last two weeks, nothing. How is like I it feels like we talk about the Chiefs offense stalling, and the the games in which the Chiefs offense stalls to me still looks a lot different than Josh Allen's. That to me is maybe the because their peaks look very similar where they look unstoppable and nobody can do anything and there's nothing you can do. But their their valleys do still look different, don't they? A bad game from Mahomes versus a bad game from Allen? Um, is, I, look, I know we're in Kansas City. I, I, I don't know if I fully agree with that, where it's like when Josh Allen's bad, it's his bad is way worse than Mahomes' bad. I mean, like last year, for the, what, five-week stretch of the season, we were talking about all these interceptions for, for Mahomes and everything like that. Mahomes is the better quarterback, but I don't know if it's necessarily fair to say that Josh Allen, the last two weeks, his his low, if you will, that that's been so much worse than what we've ever seen from from Patrick Mahomes. Now, Josh Allen, statistically, the last two weeks, yeah, he hasn't thrown for over 225 yards. Uh, he's got you know two touchdowns and, and four interceptions. But we could go back and there was a two or three week stretch last year where Patrick Mahomes was throwing. You know, so he I, was I, pretty much the yeah. same number: nineteen touchdowns, ten interceptions through his first eight games, which is pretty much where Josh Allen is now. So, so I mean, that's I, I fair. View, yeah, I mean, I don't view Josh Allen or the Bills any differently. Uh, now than I did two weeks ago. This is, I think, a reminder though, just like how difficult and it's how easy to get caught. How yeah, and that and that's why yesterday was ended up being such a great win for Kansas City, despite how ugly and frustrating it was. Is that you didn't have your best stuff. You couldn't do anything on offense. Uh, you found a way to win the football game. You found a way to win it. That was one where you, you could have been had again and slipped up. You didn't. There'll be another game, I'm sure, this year on the schedule for both Buffalo and Kansas City where you're like, how are they playing this poorly against X opponent? And can you find a way to win those? And the Chiefs did yesterday. The Bills did not. The Chiefs couldn't do it against the Colts. So, I mean, that, that, that's the name of the game. Can you, can you find ways to win when you're not having your best stuff out there? And when you have Patrick Mahomes, you are going to win most of those, you know? No, they lost to Colts one. He had a chance, yep. right? I did this a lot last year, too, when the Chiefs were losing ugly and people were criticizing them for not winning by enough. Meanwhile, their AFC competition was, was actually losing right, those right. games. Look at what, I mean, the Bucks did the same thing yesterday. You could say the same thing about the Titans, right? It was an ugly game, but they lost. Bills lost. Those are the two teams. If Baltimore loses tonight, right, it could be three in a row, like you said, with the Bucks or the Rams. And you don't apologize for losing ugly. Now, it would have been a completely different conversation had they lost by two points or whatever because Butker missed the field goal and the extra point. But you still wouldn't have come in today 
thinking anything different than Mahomes with Some, his effort down the stretch. No, sometimes to me it's the team. Like if I'm going to try to take a broader view and we're getting to the playoffs and I'm like, what happened? He, like that Colts one's going to haunt me a little bit, but the Titans one, they always play them weird consistently. And you could make an argument that the Colts end up that same way. And now they've already fired their head coach. If you missed that earlier, by the way, the Colts have fired their head coach, Frank Reich. They have now hired Jeff Saturday. Wait, the, the analyst. From his TV <laughs> gig with uh-huh. zero NFL head coaching experience. He will be their interim head coach. By the crazy. way, they don't have a single person on staff who's ever called a play in an NFL game. Oh, no problem so, there, you know? So that'll be. The offense has been clicking all year, so that also, certain, certainly won't be a problem you know, for them. I bet Jeff Saturday yeah. already had. I bet, you know what? I bet he already built an offensive playbook, and he just was, like, waiting to unveil it. No, he's probably going to go with the other people who are already on staff. And make one of them call them, I guess. To be fair, I've seen lots of coaches with head coaching experience that still suck. So, <laughs> <laughs> and some have called plays. Nathaniel Hackett, they still suck off it. And I mean, I can Russell list Wilson. off quite a few. Honestly, it's a pretty long list. And Lovey Smith, Josh McDaniel, those guys have experience. Would you rather have them? Oh no! What's no. the worst that could happen? You're already bottoming. Would out. you rather have like right now, if you were forced to let Jeff Saturday coach the Chiefs for the rest of the year, or oh, Nathaniel gosh. Hackett? What would you choose? Well, this is the unknown factor. Same Saturday. Jeff, Jeff Same Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, Jeff Saturday. Can you imagine him being worse than Nathaniel Hackett? <laughs> no. Honestly. Can, I can you imagine anyone being worse than Nathaniel Hackett? No. It actually doesn't seem plausible. Remember when the Texans interviewed Josh McCowan last year? Yeah, they got everyone got really yeah, mad at them because yeah, he had yeah, only yeah. coached high school football. Yeah, but that team, man. That high school team? By the way, uh, Jeff Saturday's high school, someone looked up his uh, the academy that he coached at. Uh, they were three and seven. Embarrassing. So, wow. Losing um, record. In no, that's not, not enough context. <laughs> Which would be funny if they were <laughs> what do you like, mean? by the way, what would it, roster what, construction injuries? The, the, <laughs> it's like you've studied it. Yeah. Been funny is because if let's say he was 10 and 0 in high school, we'd also still be like, well, yeah, who cares? It's high school. So it's like either way, the right, like the fact that someone looked at the record, like it really is going to factor into this. It whole would thing. be funnier if he, they were like winless. Like, oh, oh, and 10, oh and ten got just blown out. Every I think game. he should just make it worst like a, offense in the league. He should find out how many former Colts he can convince to show up for the remainder of this season to help him coach. Just see how many. Make it a game. See just like yeah, Dwight Freeney's oh, coaching jo- defensive ends get Joseph and Peyton Manning's coaching and and Joseph Adai. Joseph Adai <laughs> coaching. Go, go get Joseph Adai. He's hanging out. Like Edron James was right there, but he went Joseph Adai. I said J- I said Edron <laughs> James earlier today, and I switched it up, but I went with Joseph Adai uh, and see. See if he wants to join the staff. What's Marvin Harris tied in? Doyle legal trouble. Doyle well, Jack Dwight, Doyle Dwight Clark. Dwight Clark's coaching the tight ends. Do they ever have any defensive players we liked? It's starting to feel like no. We've not mentioned very many. Didn't they have a linebacker like Broxton or Braxton or something? Who was the Who was the safety for them forever? That was really good. Oh, Bob Sanders. There you, yeah, go. There you go. He got hurt a lot. No, oh, who cares? It's a, it's a brutal sport. By the way, if you need any evidence that having a star quarterback means we know things about your team. The three of us just reconstructed the entire mid-2000s <laughs> Indianapolis Colts, and we weren't even a fan of the, that team. And yet we remember all of their players, apparently. Oh, forgot Austin Colley, of course. Austin, Austin Colley. Hell of a player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go, get, go call him up while you're at it. Who, if there was a former, like, let's say that you, you just asked if I would, would I take Saturday or Nathaniel Hackett? If today you found out that an interim coach had to be named, for the Chiefs, and it had to be a former Chiefs player. Who the hell are you Ooh. picking? 
I know where everybody's going immediately. Alex oh, Smith? Yeah. I, I yeah, mean, like the, I get if someone oh first my. first person to come to mind for everybody was probably Alex Smith. I, I didn't realize this, but someone texted me, Reggie Wayne is already the Colts wide receiver coach. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> get they, the band back together. They, there we go. There we go. <laughs> my friend Nathan said it to me. He said he's there already. Um, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Adam really Vinatieri are. can be the special teams coordinator. Um, but, like, I think – or Vanderjack, I'm sorry. Well, they both could. Um, Don Tari Poe. That's a pretty good answer. Dontari Poe as the I like, interim chief former like player. Personally, for, and this is just personal preference, I like plus-sized head coaches. <laughs> okay, okay. And I mean, who's going to talk back to Poe? Oh, you know, oh, then I have my answer. Willie Rofe. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. Oh, Willie Rofe. Good one. Hey, you know who I would like Willie to see? Rowe. Do you think Sean Barber is Sean disappointed? Barber, I was going to say Sean Barber. I said Sean Barber first. <laughs> no, I said Sean, Sean Barber. Barber first. I think I'll pick uh, Dane and Hughes or J.C. Pearson. Sorry, Barber. <laughs> Yep. Wow, he's going to choose other people. I think Sean Barber you. would make a tremendous think, head coach. Think, and if he did get hired as the head coach, I'd probably get out from under the bet that I own. I think Barber... Uh, yeah, I want Dwayne Bowe from him. an entertainment Still got to go get dinner with him. I think Barber's banned from coaching the NFL with his his, his bets he's been putting on the board here in studio. Of he's not big, making them, he's just big, putting it there. Big money line favorites that shockingly Yeah, you're allowed to hitting. bet on them when you're not actively no, it's, it's, in the league. I was more of a way for me to bring up that his bets have been terrible. That was, have they? Have you been tracking them? On the board, yes. Every week we come in on Monday and there's a new one up from when he put it on he's Friday. Text I don't think he's, he's very upset. With, he's going to be very upset with me. <laughs> Has he really? Look, he does He does four-leg money line parlays on the biggest favorites every week. And shockingly, the last two weeks, one of the big favorites lost because if it was always so simple, Nick. Only so simple that you could just bet on the big favorites every week hey, and they would win. He hit on the, he hit on the Commanders versus Minnesota, right? Min- Minnesota. Yeah, but this was like a parlay. These no, were no, supposed no, no. to be together. So also, that's not right. He, Minnesota... Won that game, not the Commanders. Oh yeah, and uh, he hit on the he, he yeah he hit he said Bills Jets that was wrong Eagles Texans was correct Commanders Minnesota n- oh there's no. money line no so oh you're saying so he's he right fa- in Minnesota he yeah, got he that faded. right minus one seventy yeah. uh, anyway he's gonna be mad at me um he right if you if you write it on the board we're gonna bring up the bets man you write it on the board we're gonna bring them up uh, Texland wants Dante Hall as the interim former go. player head coach. Just so many choices. So many great characters. Someone says Mitchell Schwartz, friend of the station. I don't know. Mitchell Schwartz is, a, is like pretty uh, – he, he doesn't seem like he's got that real, real fiery guy. You know what I mean? You got to be a fiery guy to be a head coach, you think? I think so. A little bit. certain amount you of fire. sure? He's a, little, he's a little more laid back. Okay. He is. I guess keep him coming. 913 We'll Winston. keep having fun. Nick likes Eric Winston. Yeah. Why do I like Eric Winston? You say you want a fiery guy. He is fiery. You know what? Yes. Yeah. And, and he and led disgusting. the he led the players association, right? He did. He did. He can lead men. Exactly. That's what they're saying about Jeff Trust Saturday him. right now. What did he lead? The NFL. He was NFL he Live. He did some stuff on NFLPA. <laughs> he did a lot of stuff with the NFLPA too. Should we get to the audio fun bag? Sure. Sounds great. There are a lot of choices this Sounds week. Sounds like you're being sarcastic. That. You don't want to get to it. No, I do. I really do. I can't. I mean, I, I've been waiting all day for the audio fun bag because it includes your university. Was, it includes yeah, because Vinny, I, who joined us earlier. I want to go to a pregame show yesterday on Fox where Gronk was talking about the Jets quarterback situation. This was, of course, before they beat the Bills and Zach Wilson on a lot of pressure last week based on his performance. So Gronk was talking about Zach Wilson during the pregame show. But I'm going to go half full as long as they can get their QB's head in the playbook 
instead of outside at parent-teacher conferences. Oh. <laughs> what? Well, yeah. I think we all know what Wait, we're talking hey, let's, about let's, there. Let's keep it moving. Wait a minute. Let's keep it moving. Plays, I think the report card read plays well with others, but that was just me. Ouch. Now, that was before the win. But, yes, of course, that stems from Zach Wilson and the story about his mother's best friend and him. He's probably never going to live that one down. Never, never, never. Think. You know what, though? It's objectively one of the cooler things to be made fun of for. <laughs> it's like every time somebody tries to make a joke against Zach Wilson, I'm like, wait a minute. Isn't that every 16-year-old boy's fantasy? Let that one just live in the air what? for a minute. <laughs> I don't think Nick's wrong. Nothing. Nothing. With your friend's with hot statement. mom. With On the opposite. With his statement there. On the opposite end of that matchup was Josh Allen, yeah. who had a very candid moment after the game and asked him why they were unable to beat the Jets. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to win in this league. Um, you're playing a good team, and your quarterback plays like <laughs> Made some bad decisions tonight, really cost our team. A lot to learn from, a lot to grow from. But that's not, that's not the uh, standard we hold ourselves to. That's not the ball that we play. Um, so a lot to look at, a lot to learn from. I think it's pretty, like, in a, in a press conference, to be like, well, it's hard to win when your quarterback plays like ass. It's a pretty strong statement from Josh Young. Also not wrong. He did play very bad. Yeah, poor decision-making. We like Josh game. Allen, right? I do, yeah. I do, too. He's not a very hateable, he's not a very hateable no, person. Yeah, no, he's he, not. He's, no, he's, he's a likable guy, for sure. Uh, let's go to college football. Let's go to Lawrence, where the Jayhawks are bowling, baby. You must be feeling so good today. The Jayhawks are bowling. And the goalposts made their way to Potter Lake. And after that, there was a meeting with the security guards at the stadium. Because if you've been to Lawrence or even if you see it on TV, you'll know that usually right after the game, they'll make a circle of like, I don't know what, eight or ten security guards around the, the goalposts. Whatever the number is, it's never enough. No, and it wasn't. So, of course, the goalposts ended up in Potter Lake. But listen to uh, some audio of a meeting with those that were supposed to keep track of the goalposts. So that's the security, like the head of security, if you will. That's a great uh, attitude about losing a goalpost. We lost like the it's goal something post. small. We lost the goalpost. Lost my wallet. Hey, we lost the goalpost. <laughs> Bleep happens. It's giant and yellow. I like that he said kind of what we expected, right? Like we had this plan <laughs> that we knew would fail. Well, yeah, when there's. 500, uh, it's not 500, when there's 2,000 people rushing the field for the just the goalpost. Yeah. At that point, it's just not my I job. saw Rob Brennan was on the field. That's the third time. Rob gives Criminal! Me, Rob gives me a hard time about taking... Trespasser! Rob gives me a hard time about taking photos at sporting events that I go to. So I want to point out, he has three photos this year on the field after the game in Lawrence. Vandal, trespassing. Yeah. Also doing the same thing as Alex, as in taking that's selfies my, at the game well, he's I at. don't take selfies at the game. Okay. I don't do that. Well, fine, you take a picture. Yeah. It's just funny. He was very critical of the photos at sporting events. He's been on the field three times after those a photos? game. Intervention yes. time? Yeah. Maybe. It might be time for he that. Took, he followed the goalpost to Potter Lake as well because he took a photo from Potter Lake. Wow. So he really is a criminal. There's He's no doubt in, about man. that. He now. is all in. By the way, not the only piece of Kansas audio for the audio fun bag. Turns out Jason Bean, your currently successful backup quarterback, has also made it through the NIL game and into the commercial business. Mm. Jason Bean starring in a commercial for Famous Beans. It's Jason Bean, quarterback for KU and your favorite bean. And when I'm not playing football, I'm eating serious beans. <laughs> I got to say, I like all of the different flavors in their lineup, especially the jalapeno and bacon. 
It really is the perfect bean for tailgate recipes. You can run the bean, you can pass the bean, you can even wave the bean. Check out the link in my bio for a free can of serious beans on me. I'm hungry. <laughs> Someone get some famous beans right now. <laughs> or is it, yeah, serious beans, famous. I don't, I don't care what they're that, called. He didn't mention any of the nicknames you had for him, Nick. Well, oh. I only had one for him. Yeah. I just said it's fun to watch him flick the ball. It's fun to watch Bean oh, flick it, you know, around the field. Think, I don't think that's what you were saying earlier. <laughs> I don't think that's what you were saying. You guys you guys ever get huh. caught in a lie telling something to yeah, somebody Nick, that you Nick thought just was did. the case? Right now, right? No. Right no. now? No. Well, LeBron James got caught in one when oh, talking yeah? about listening to Migos. Now, obviously, they had a tragic death in there, so, you know, somebody had asked LeBron about it. Makes sense. But he started talking about listening back to them in 2010. Uh-oh. Turns out their first mixtape didn't come out till 2011. <laughs> I've been listening to those guys for so long. I was listening to those guys when I my first year with the Heat in 2010. And you can ask any one of my teammates back then had no idea who the Migos was. They were like cursing me out when I would play it throughout the weight room, would play it throughout the locker room. I was like, I'm telling you these guys are next. I'm letting you know right now these days, like turn this off. I don't want to hear this. Um, and just fast forward, I mean, just, just knowing Take off personally and send my condolences to, to Quavo and the family and the whole, whole QC family and everybody. I'll just say it. I have no idea what the hell he just said. I can't. The audio was terrible. You didn't hear that? Barely could hear any of oh, it. I heard it. Barely crystal could hear clear. Any. Couldn't. Did you I hear it, no, Cody? I have no. I idea. listened to Migos. I have no I idea used to play him in the locker room. I told him that they were next. My teammates kept telling me to turn it off. Most importantly, he gave a very detailed story about how he was listening to them a lot in 2010, and they did not exist. Yeah. Well, he said that the yeah the. Teammates were cursing him out in the weight room, saying, turn this off. They didn't come out with their first mixtape till 2011. And LeBron James has a history of making very small, petty white lies. He lied about watching The Godfather. He lied about reading Malcolm X's autobiography. I don't know why he does. He lied about predicting Kobe Bryant's 81-point game. I think what happens a lot of times is, I guess. and it's like with athletes in general, they, for what, it's like a pet peeve of mine. In general, People will ask athletes a question about anything that's possibly going on in society, whether it's political or anything. That's the first thing that came to your mind. Of course. Uh, of course. And we expect them to have an opinion on it that they have to answer for. And I think it's kind of crazy to me. What are your thoughts personally on what's going on overseas right now? That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is... Like we're saying, man, how, how did he not know? He thinks he has to have an answer. He could have just said, hey, I actually don't listen to them or I didn't listen to him then. He feels like he has or to I've give Or I've been a, listening to him for a while he, and they're he great. Feels like he has to give an answer to everything because he's the guy that everybody, like whether it's something he should have any knowledge about or not. And then that's why he got, you mentioned he makes a bunch of lies because I think he, he feels like he has to have the answer for everything. It's okay for him to say, yeah. I, I really like so, the music. Yeah. It's tragic. So, so he didn't I, have to make up a story about how he was listening to him in the weight room in 2010. Right. Textline's claiming that he's still right. Textline claims, because Textline's not wrong, Cody. You know this. Says the Migos were out before 2010. They were low-key underground in Atlanta. Okay, so. Okay. So LeBron's getting underground 
Non-released. This is the same man who said he watched The Godfather six times and then couldn't name one scene yeah, but from I, it. I mean, I guess it's true, though. You can like, have, you know, there a can horse be music. head in a bed or something. Like an obvious one. There is a way, though. Somebody could have music out before it becomes mainstream. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think So, Gold, just, just real quick before we move on. Do you condone what's going on internationally? <laughs> I have no idea what is going on. Why don't you tell me, Nick? What's you haven't been on? paying attention? What's going on internationally? Well, be more specific. No, you tell me. You're asking me the question, Nick. Can you? A be lot more, of injustices. Can you, can you tell me what? A lot of injustices. Like, what? Human rights violations. Want to oh, start you, there? Oh, so you want to talk about the World Cup. Whoa. I wasn't going to take it there, but floor is yours. That's the audio fun bag for the weekend. Coming up next, we'll get to what's trending. And our conversation with our NFL insider, Vinny Pasquantino. He was not supposed to join us this week, but he decided to call in anyway. We'll tell you what happened next. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by KC Bobcat. Rent or own from KC Bobcat in Blue Springs, Olathe, or Tracy. Subscribe and download all new episodes of Nick's Waving in the Wheat podcast, released every Thursday on the 435 Podcast Network and the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending, of course, the Chiefs get the win over the Tennessee Titans. Kansas City uh, continues to keep pace in the AFC race as for the number one overall seed and helped out by the Jets beating the Buffalo Bills. So KC tied with Buffalo for the one seed. The Bills do have that head-to-head tiebreaker, but Kansas City now doesn't have to make up two games at least. The rest of the way, the Chiefs will get set to take on the Jags Sunday out at Arrowhead, but what a defensive performance. The Titans finished with 10 yards and one first down on their final 10 drives of the game. We'll talk more about this and also hear from our NFL insider, Vinny Pasquantino from the Royals coming up in just a few minutes. Next up on what's trending. It broke while we were talking to Vinny earlier in the show. Frank Reich has been let go by the Indianapolis Colts. 
finished with an above 500 record despite their bevy of quarterback issues at the time. Honestly, the two things were probably the nail's coffin. He stood up for Carson Wentz and said, this should be our guy. We should go get him. That ended up being a mistake. But then more importantly, I think Ursay just got to the point that he wanted to start seeing winning right now and thought he'd have it by now considering the roster. So he's moving on. I don't think that spells good things for Chris Ballard. I think Frank Reich will be a head coach again in the next two years. I think there's a chance he'll be hired this offseason, but he'll be a head coach in the next two years. There's almost no doubt. The bigger surprise of that is Jeff Saturday, (laughs) working at ESPN, or at least was, is the interim coach. He has no NFL college uh, head coaching experience, very limited high school head coaching experience, and he doesn't have any, I guess, current ties to the roster. So he'll just go in there and be the head coach, I guess, for the remainder of the season. It seems like a wild hire. He was a consultant for them. He was already a consultant for the Colts and, of course, had a great NFL career. But, yeah, this is a stunner. Like, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. What if he consulted for them and it was him saying the whole time, (laughs) hey, you shouldn't bring in Phillip Rivers, you shouldn't bring in Carson Wentz, you shouldn't trade for Matt Ryan. And then they're like, that guy was making a lot of sense. Should have listened to him from the beginning. (laughs) I think we could have all given that piece of advice at the time, right? Yes. What's uh, What's next on what's trending is college basketball. What a day full of 70-plus. I got a win under my belt. College basketball games. Kansas going to take on Omaha tonight. K-State's going to take on UT Rio Grande Valley. And Missouri will take on Southern Indiana. It does not get bigger than this. Are any of them 40-point favorites? And will you be putting money on I them as well to try I to get the looked. 40 points? I have not looked yet. Okay. Do you think all three local schools cover? Once you look up the point total, you can let me know. Do a three-leg parlay if we want, at least on that end. Next up on What's <laughs> Trending, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, and Kurt Schilling will all be on the eight-player contemporary baseball mm, era great, ballot great. on Monday. I know that sounds like a lot of buzzwords all going into one thing. Baseball's essentially got a lot of different ways you can get in the Hall of Fame, as you probably learned with Buck O'Neill, who was on one form of the ballot, didn't get in, and then later through the committee did get into the Hall of Fame this previous year, but the 16-person committee, which consists of Hall of Fame players, baseball execs, and veteran sports writers, will vote on the players in the winter meetings on December 4th. A player must receive all 12, or must receive 12 of 16 votes in order to be elected. Yeah, just put them all in. Put them all in. Yeah, I Get don't Pete care. Rose in Everyone there, too. Was let's just, come on, matter. let's just get them all in the Hall of Fame. Come on. Let's go. I don't care. They can put them all in. It's fine with me. Kurt Schilling is maybe just because he like people don't like him as a person. His isn't right. even cheating related. They just don't like him as a but dude. That's the issue with. But that's the issue. <laughs> with think the, he's a jerk. But that's the problem, though. It's like that you shouldn't so keep much, a guy to the Hall of Fame just because they're so a jerk. So much of the media's uh, voting process for the Hall of Fame is based off of their relationship. Like David Ortiz, he got in as well because people liked him. The media, people, the media loved David Ortiz. Media's fault. Big Poppy, Nick. man. Big Poppy. It's the, Big Poppy. It's the media's fault. He should, you know, Barry Bonds should have gotten a cool nickname, like Big <laughs> Poppy. Name one cool thing the media's ever done. Oh boy, I'm trying to blank. I don't know. Thinking of that, that Creed is good video was kind of fun. I, I, I knew Cody was going to bring up media. something. I knew so. I didn't have any cut, other answer. Cut, cut the music, please. I knew. I didn't bring anything up on that. I well, I knew that was like the direction joke. you were heading. Is like, when's the last time anything did good? And I knew you were going to bring up one of your songs. And did you see? I don't know if you guys got the alert. We had an the alert. Was all of us. We had an alert come through through Facebook this weekend 
Oh, uh, I didn't see this. And co- talking about copyright infringement for the Vinnie Pasquantino song. No, we did. And they what? Were, yeah, you guys. Are not, <laughs> no, I'm not, I didn't I am, know this. I am not making this up. Oh so I got, no, we got copyright I, I, infringement. I, I got an alert yesterday afternoon on Facebook through the six ten account that said uh, the Twitter to, or the Facebook. Facebook. The oh, Despacito no. Pasquantino video was. Uh, they claimed for obviously Despacito. Some copyright infringement. But the best part is only it only applies in two countries, and, and you, one of them you'll, ne- you'll never guess the two countries. Okay, that it's actually they they removed and replaced the audio. I'm track. guessing one of them is Russia. Yes. Okay, and the other is. I'm guessing the other one is Mexico. No, it's so it's Belarus and Russia. Uh, Belarus. Belarus. That was going to be my next guess. The two two countries that popped up and said they removed the audio. So I just want to point out Russia and Belarus watching you, Cody. They're watching your ass. They are watching your ass for your copyright infringement. It's got out of control. It really is. Man. No, I did not receive that notification. Mm -hmm. I must have missed it. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's what's trending. I didn't know you guys didn't know about this. I might be getting the company in some legal trouble. Yeah, Russia's coming after you, man. Earlier today, thinking of any Pasquantino, Pasquantino song. He's our NFL insider. He joined us for one final uh, call before he makes the trip out to Italy. Now, joining Cody and Gold. Hey, it's a beautiful Tuesday morning, let me tell you that. It's your 2022 VinFL Insider. Are his hands going to get any bigger? Royals first baseman, Vinny Pasquantino. As a uh, potential future Chiefs fan, we hate the Broncos. Oh, real quick, some breaking news in the NFL as our NFL insider. I'm sure he already knew the scoop. I, I don't know why I'm spoiling it. I'm sure Vinny Pasquantino already had this scoop. But Frank Wright out as the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Multiple reports now, starting with Adam Schefter. And I'm sure uh, Vinny Pasquantino was going to hop on and, and report that news as well. What's going on, man? We thought you were headed to Italy. and You decided still no. Too great of an NFL yeah, weekend. I'm headed, I'm headed out this afternoon, but... You know, once uh, once some things happened yesterday and with the big news coming out of Indianapolis this morning, I just felt like it was necessary for me before I start my own bye week to, to you know, hop back on. It feels like with Frank Reich, that's two NFL firings before, what, by, by November 7th? Yeah. It feels like this is a, I was feeling like this was an Ursay decision because I don't feel like Chris Ballard, who's had to choose four different coach or quarterbacks now, five different quarterbacks now, is also going to get to choose two different coaches. Yeah, uh, that's just the way things are going nowadays. If you don't win, basically immediately, right? I mean, Frank Reich's been there a while, but if you don't win, if you don't show signs of potentially winning, you're done. That's just uh, that's how it goes, especially when it comes to football and the, the quarterback position. If you're in a revolving door of quarterbacks, it's a, it's a tough league to win in. Well, your team yesterday did the Chiefs a massive favor in what felt like in the early part because of the injury that maybe was going to be a revolving door but let's start there before we talk about anything else that happened in the NFL. The Jets beat the Bills. How did it happen, Vinny? What did you see that was the difference? Bang, bang, bang. They did, and I will have to be the first one to admit I need to go back on some words I said last week. I was a little nervous about how, how the season was going to play out. Well, I'm back. Um, <laughs> I'm back in the positive mindset, and the Jets' defense is just really, really good, and they were able to stifle one of the best offenses in the league. And – that's just great news. That's how they won the game yesterday was with their defense, and they, they were able to run the ball pretty much 97 yards for a touchdown on the last drive of the game. And it's just uh, – or 
maybe they kicked. Oh no, they kicked the field goal that drive. That's my bad. That's bad reporting on me. But <laughs> it was it was huge. It was just a fun game to watch. I was massively nervous, and you know, came out on top. And then I was able to just enjoy the Chiefs game last night. Are the Bills a lock to win the AFC East still? That's that's all of a sudden looking like one of the tougher divisions in football. Well, I believe the Vikings go to Buffalo this week. And if the Vikings win, the Jets are on a bye. I believe the Jets would be the number one seed in the AFC East. So, no, I don't think that they're a lock because Miami's also breathing down everybody's, everybody's neck right now. But I would say that they're the favorite. That's for sure. I mean, Vegas probably says that they're the favorite. But I'm also going to say that they're the favorite. But it's not a lock. That is, uh, that is something I can guarantee is that it is not a lock. Have things calmed down uh, for, for Zach Wilson then? I know there was a lot of heat he was under for his performance. I know he didn't exactly light up the scoreboard offensively, but still, uh, was that a nice performance to calm things down at least for him? It definitely calmed things down for sure. There was improvements made that people wanted to see, and when you see improvements like that, it's hard to knock a guy. So nobody's asking him to light up the world right now. At some point, I'm sure that will be asked of him, but as of now at least, People are really just asking to not throw interceptions and to, to not lose the ball every other possession. And yesterday he played a clean game other than uh, one fumble loss. But, hey, a win is a win. Speaking to our NFL insider, Vinny Pasquantino here on Cody and Gold. Hey, can we stop with every caveat? Are we allowed to just say Geno Smith is good without saying he's playing well or having a nice season? He's just a good quarterback now, right? I don't think we have a choice. He's just... He's just objectively good, um, at least through nine weeks or however many weeks we're in now. But, yeah, he's good quarterback. It's hard to it's hard to knock it. So, yeah, he's still not writing back, I guess, is what he said. <laughs> so, he's just a good player. Seahawks, I mean, they're a good team. Hard to knock them. When you're looking at, I guess, the, the NFC versus the AFC, I feel like we've gone back and forth all year about which conference is better. So, I'm curious your opinion. I think the AFC is better. The NFC is just closer. Where do you land? Yeah, I think um, I, I think the AFC, and I mean no disrespect to Minnesota or Philadelphia, but if Buffalo or Kansas City was matched up with either one of those teams, and we get to see that matchup this weekend between Buffalo and Minnesota, I'm going to probably take the AFC teams. I would think that both AFC teams would be favored over the NFC teams. Not to say that the NFC teams aren't aren't really good, because they are. But, yeah, I think I'm going to take the AFC as the better overall conference right now. NFC is close, but not as good, in my opinion. The MVP market has kind of tightened up a little bit. I think everybody thought Josh Allen was the clear front runner, But after this weekend's performance, it's pretty much a, a virtual tie in a lot of the, the, the Vegas books and everything, including uh, one has Patrick Mahomes now as the favorite to win MVP. Who would be your MVP pick right now? It's tough not to go with 15. He's just unbelievable. Um, so I think right now I am going to go with Patrick Mahomes. It's tough to it's tough to go with anybody else. We know you work out with Tennessee Titans fans. We know you grew up a Jets fan and have other fandom in your family. How do other people uh, talk about Patrick Mahomes and the things he does late in games? Because I imagine from an outsider's perspective, it would be very frustrating. Well, especially in the AFC, because you already had a guy for about 20 years who would just beat everybody and you never felt like a lead was safe. And then all of a sudden that guy gets out of the conference and there's a new guy who you just never feel safe against. So I think it's a level of annoyance. Um, 
for most people. And I get to kind of see both sides, uh, which is which is really fun. I get to see the, the Kansas City side and the non-Kansas City side. And it's really cool to see our fans like that, like the Kansas City fans, because it's something that I hope for the sport I play one day, we have that, you know, same level um, of annoyance from other places. But, yeah, I think it's just one of those things where you know that you have to play your best game when you go into Kansas City. And it's, uh, you know, it's a really special thing to see. I know you, you had mentioned, I think, right, that you haven't been to Arrowhead yet, but w- what you just said there about seeing how the fan base reacts to the Chiefs and what they're doing, is that something that that you and maybe some of the other guys, though, in, in the Royals clubhouse have talked about? Like, hey, look, these, the, this fan, this atmosphere is incredible. If we can if we can get this thing rolling here over at Kauffman, look what, look what these fans can do for us. Yeah, the, the running joke that at least I had was that when we do the national anthem at the end, it's home of the – and then everybody says Chiefs. <laughs> Um, we were wondering what do we have, how good do we have to be for at a chiefs game for everybody to say Royals? Uh, so that's kind of the goal. Um, even though there's only eight home games, nine home games that, uh, you know, we hear a Royals chant in there every, every now and then. Vinny, before you have to, I assume, finish packing or do whatever before you head to Italy and we're without you for a couple of weeks, we've already decided to be degenerates today and bet on some college basketball. How you feel about Old Dominion today? <laughs> Turns out they're what an eleven and a half point favorite, something like that, against a school that uh, I don't know, a directional school that neither of us are going to Maryland remember. Maryland Eastern Shore, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, oh uh, well, <laughs> if Old Dominion still plays the same as they did, and I love Old Dominion, I love the Monarchs, but when I was there, they were not able to make free throws or three pointers. So I would have to think that there won't be too many points scored in that game if they still play the same basketball. I have to admit, I. I don't keep up with the Monarchs basketball team as much as as much as I once did. But if I had to guess, there won't be but too many points scored. But hopefully they can, uh, you know, win that game handily. Okay. I'm betting the under right Cody's now. Cody's going to. We'll, it doesn't we'll, matter. We'll, I, that's enough information <laughs> for me to bet on this today. We'll take, we'll take a look at the under there. Now, you, you haven't told us. So you're, we know you're going to Italy. And again, we appreciate you calling in today with the breaking news, obviously, with Frank Wright being fired there with the Annapolis Colts. But. Uh, do we know who's calling in still to be our NFL insider while you're gone? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. One, he's, you know, hailing from Palis Park, Illinois. He was a member of the 2022 Kansas City Royals. He played second base. Michael Massey will be coming on to join the show over the next two weeks. All right. So you'll, be able to hear, you'll be able to hear a ton a ton from him, wise words of Michael Massey. It'll be super exciting. He's really nervous. He's pumped up. I mean, everybody just get excited for it. Also, I mean, I got to be not a terrible week, even though they lost to talk about the Bears. That's maybe the best Justin Fields has looked. That, well, you, you're going to have to remind him that Mitch Trubisky is not his quarterback anymore. <laughs> um, and then once you get through that, then he'll remember that Justin Fields is looking fantastic at the quarterback position right now. And he'll be super, super pumped up. Awesome. Hey, thanks for setting that up. Enjoy Italy, and we'll check in in a couple weeks. Yep. Thank you, guys. See you in a few weeks. So that was our conversation earlier today with Vinny Pasquantino, and at the end you could hear that with him being in Italy, he's lined up everything with Michael Massey from the Royals, who's going to start calling in with us for the next couple weeks. I'll start tomorrow, and as you got some inclination there, huge Bears fan, uh, still was a Trubisky supporter for quite some time as well. I remember the video that came out where Vinny was interviewing Michael Massey in the clubhouse after Trubisky was playing a game. Like it was like a Sunday night game for the Steelers or something like that, early in the season, all that. So it'll be good to, to check in with Michael Massey. And, yeah, talk about his guy, Justin Fields. 
I'd be fired up. Even though they lost, still a very impressive performance. They actually made a move to assist him in giving him one more weapon and making a move for Chase Claypool. So, Mm -hmm. Plus, we're going to have to ask him about Jeff Saturday being hired because that's the big news out of the NFL today is that Frank Reich was fired and Jeff Saturday, with zero experience, was hired. Look, there's a, the NFL's great because there's drama and you can't predict it. But I, I still, like, even as we're sitting here two hours after the fact that, you know, Jeff Saturday is going to be the interim head coach, it just doesn't make any sense. Was it you that brought up or someone texted you that Reggie Wayne's on the staff there? Yeah. It's like, if you were going to go the, hey, we're just going to try to rally the troops and just go, if Colts fans at least be happy that we have a, a legend being our interim head coach, why wouldn't you have just promoted the guy that's already on staff named Reggie Wayne? So it's just weird why you would go and then bring in somebody like Jeff Saturday from NFL Live when if you just wanted to go the former player route, you have Reggie Wayne already on staff. I don't know. They must just be tight, right? I mean, isn't that the very simple explanation? Yeah. They have a great relationship and are close, so he just hired his buddy. And I was was curious because I was like, wait, does this break the Rooney rule? And I guess it doesn't. For interim coaches? If If they want to take the interim tag off. So if at the end of this year they decide Jeff Saturday is oh, their yeah, guy and he's going to be their coach going forward, they then still have to go through the interview process with everyone. Oh, yeah, so that makes sense. Not it's, just Jeff Saturday. It's, it's an interim title. I mean, you're not – that would be silly if you had to interview people for the interim head coaching gig. So that makes sense to me. I don't have an issue with that as long as when you're making the full hire. But, like, interim – you're not going to go through yeah. an interview process for the interim head coach per se. There are two teams in the AFC West would be better off coach-wise with Frank Reich than their current situation. Maybe three, but at least two. I'm not as willing to say that about Brandon Staley yet, but I am willing to say that about both Josh McDaniels and Nathaniel Hackett. I don't know what's happening over there. We'll be on a little bit longer today. (laughs) You were asking what's happening. I'm just telling you, we're going to be on for an extra minute or two today. That's all. Okay. That's what Nick was communicating to me. Oh, no, Cody, you guys just made a weird be face. Just because <laughs> I'm communicating. This is the problem. You were doing this. You're like smiling and nodding weird like a weirdo. Not to you. <laughs> like, so it didn't mean anything. Not to you. Because so here's the thing. Like, why is Nick making that face to gold? It didn't make right. any sense to me. I talk in your ear all the time. You know what Alex has never once done? Is like brought on? it to the attention of the air. Sometimes I'll see. I'll, I'll be talking to you. And sometimes I'll see Alex look at me like, oh. Nick's talking to Cody, but he never is like, what did you, you say? <laughs> if I wanted it to be said on air, I would say it on air. I'm glad we could do this again. This is becoming oh, a regular tradition for this show. Oh, goodness. It's not a tradition that I'm particularly a fan of. <laughs> You're hoping to kill said tradition, huh? Oh, my goodness. The door, the drive is coming up after us, and you'll have Patrick Mahomes. is this little conversation with CDOT around 2.15 or so. But, uh, yeah, we, we will be on for an extra minute. I so. still That's can't all. get over how hideous that game was last night and what inevitably was a win. There are so many reasons why I could tell you why the Chiefs should have won by 20 and so many other reasons why I feel like the Chiefs could have easily lost that game a bunch of different times. And instead, it's they outgain their opponent by double and won by three in overtime just to accomplish it. It's, in a weird way, sometimes it's more satisfying than like the 20-point buck because you need both, right? You're not going to blow every team out. That's impossible. You're not going to just, uh, the, the New England Patriots in the year, they went undefeated. I remember Vegas kept jumping the line, jumping the line, and the Patriots are covering every game. Those types of seasons are very rare. You have to have top-flight defenses, top-flight offenses, and be one of the most dominant teams in NFL history. The Chiefs are not that this year. They're not one of the most dominant teams in NFL history. They just happen to be one of, if not the best, team in the NFL. 
And they did that to me in the same Bills conversation is there were plenty of teams who lost their close game that was important to them exactly. this, this week in particular. Not the whole season, just this week. And the Chiefs won theirs. Titans lost their close game to Kansas City. The Bills lost their close game. The Rams, who were in an important game in their own right against the Bucks, lost their close game. It's easy to let those ones slip through the cracks. Exactly. And the Chiefs didn't. No, that's the great, that's the why you have a great feeling today, despite how frustrating the game in within it might have been and, and some of the mistakes that were made and lack of uh, of execution and production at times. But yeah, you found a way to win. I think Mahomes said it best, you know, after after the game, he mentioned, you know, sometimes championship teams, like these are the type of games you have to find a way to win, or those teams that end up being champions find ways to win these type of games. Um and, and this time it's also a better feeling because you know you already had kind of an ugly game that the Colts tried to muck up early in the year and they beat you. And this time around, you were able to to, to figure out and get the job done. It's and I yeah, and you just can't afford because you're going to lose a game you shouldn't lose. Every team is, every year, it's consistent. But you know, it's it's the final word. Not letting those get away from you is huge. Like Miami could have let one get away from them against Chicago yesterday, but didn't. I'm surprised, Nick. Cody's contract, like an extra minute. That's that's it. That's going to cost you. I Nick. think that automatically cost you. that exercises a clause in his contract. Automatically, <laughs> they have to restart negotiations, and then one one show an extra minute longer. You being overworked, Cody has. Yeah. To, they have to automatically renegotiate his contract because I didn't agree to these terms because he was told a four hour show, not a, not a four hour and in two one minute, minute two no. minute show. Four hours from ten to two. That's it. Thank you for communicating, Nick. <laughs> Communicating what? To me in my oh, ears. Yeah, so right, then I right. could tell everybody what was going on. Could have just went long. Nobody would have noticed. That's right. That's what I was. I was gonna... like, what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> We're back at it tomorrow from 10 to 2. Up next, it's the drive with CDOT and Rob and the exclusive conversation with the Chiefs quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Casey Bobcat. Rent or own from Casey Bobcat. In Blue Springs, Olathe, or Tracy. On 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Get your fantasy lineup set with Paul Charchian every Thursday at 1 o'clock. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 